the goal, the dream, the reality. You know, have you ever thought to yourself, why? Why is it so hard to make your dream become a reality? And it's pretty simple because making a dream come true is tons of hard work. And it is. And the hard work actually always comes from the action piece to it. But before we even go to the dream and why it's so hard, one huge piece to keep in place as you're moving along in your journey of life is having a goal book. And it's really important that we take what we think to our hand with a pen or a pencil and literally write it out manually, not just doing things on the computer and technology. We can type, yeah, but if there's something way more solid when the pen hits your hand and you literally write it out because you're actually visually seeing and feeling how that goal is going to look or how you want it to look. But I remember a long time ago, I was in Weekenders and it was a direct sales company for women's clothes. And one of the owners, George Renault, he always had said, you know, sometimes it's so cool for the fact that we write down a goal or what our dream is or what that looks like. And even though we might not get it exactly the way that we have written it out, it usually turns out way bigger and way better and way more exciting than you could have ever imagined it to be. Because as you're doing your goals, you think, yeah, I want to be mortgage-free. I want a Range Rover vehicle. Like you're writing down those material things. I remember I used to write down, and this I started doing goals like very young. I think I was born an entrepreneur, but I would write down the full picture. So I always pictured myself, I want an acreage, I want a farm, I want to have a white picket fence around my house, I want to drive up and I would have, (laughs) this see now, this is why dreams don't always have to be a reality because things change and the journey changes as you grow into what you're supposed to be doing. I wanted four pigs, I wanted goats, I wanted the horses, I wanted the minis, I wanted like a hundred dogs, <laughs> cats galore, bunnies. I just, I, seriously, I, I just wanted to be, I guess, a little zoo. But I had wrote this all out. And when George Renault had said that uh, piece about, you know, you'll write it down, but it, as long as it's written down, sometimes it takes you to a place that's bigger and better than you ever thought. So one of my huge goals was not only to be on an acreage or a farm, but to have a body of water that I could always see. And it was funny because when I finally got my dream place and to start, to me, my purposeful, what I'm doing here on earth, and that's by doing equine assisted learning, that is to me the ultimate, what I was destined to to do and become since I was a wee little girl dreaming of horses. Because I remember I found this piece of property and I wanted so, 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 so badly to have this property. I don't really know why. It's just every time I drove by it to go visit my horses that I was boarding, this piece of property had this wee little piece 
of a body of water. And there was the big rocks that were built around it, so obviously man-made. But nobody lived there. Like, it was just a piece of land with this little body of water on it and rocks. So I would hop through the fence every time I went to see my horses, and I would sit on those rocks. And I would just pray. I would, because that's, that's what I do. And I would pray, like, how beautiful this would be. I envisioned that, please let this be a place that I could be a part of to fulfill my purpose, because I need to be away from town and city. I need to be on my own piece of land, and I need to have my own horses where I don't have to pay for boarding anymore. They're just accessible right there so that I can see them every single day. And I think I did that for, geez, maybe about a year. And then it was interesting because as we were um, figuring out, oh, I don't know if we want to live or we were going to move. It wasn't uh, not that we didn't want to live in our little town of Strathmore because the fellow that I'm with, Sid, he is my beautiful love of my life. So you see, I always had, whew, I never did good pickings, let me tell you. So I never actually believed in the power of having a beautiful man in my life. And by cracky, I actually received him in a completely different way that I could have ever imagined even writing in a gold book. I want to have a beautiful man who treats me like a woman, who allows me to be who I am and supports me when I need the support, but woes me in when I'm a little radical, because I think that's really an important balance to have. And of course, when Sid came into my life, and he's 18 years older, already had three kids of his own grown, three men. And here I am, three young babies, three, two, and one. I never, ever wanted to be with a man again because I didn't believe in them. And he just showed up. And, and there he was. And he was so nice. Like, I remember coming home with my three babies and my car was full of groceries. And he just comes and he unloads the vehicle for me. And I'm like, what? How does that happen? I never had that happen before with any of the other men that I've ever been with. Like I'd have to go in and ask and then it would be a fight to even get my groceries unloaded. And, you know, to this day, I do have to say it's been, I think, 25 years. And he is still just as nice to me as the very first time that I met this man. So you see now all of you lovely women out there who have all your beautiful men, now I believe that you actually have them. In the olden days, I'm like, no, I don't think so. I think everybody's going through the same stuff behind the same four walls as I am. So that was a beautiful goal that I had as a dream, actually picturing a beautiful man who would allow me to be who Carrie was. And then it went completely different than I ever imagined it to be. So that's why it's so cool to always write out what it is that you're wanting. But the universe has a way of creating what it is that you actually need. And it's always bigger and better. So anyway, of course, here I've been praying on these rocks for several, several months. And Sid and I are talking and he had always vowed he would never be on an acreage because it just was not who he was. And, you know, I thought, 
you know what, Carrie, you don't need to have that anymore. Again, now here's that goal changing. You can still make your dream a reality. You can do something different, maybe rent a facility, whatever it may look like, because this man in my life brings me a foundation for me and for life. So I'm not going to wreck it by insisting it has to be that we have to live on an acreage. But as we're having our nice little happy hours together, we do start talking about this acreage idea because he is a builder, a contractor, a house builder, actually. And he said, you know, I have a couple of clients who just bought one of the houses in Strathmore and they're selling a little piece of land. It's only three acres. He goes, do you want to take a look at it? I'm like, what? You? And he said, yeah. He goes, I'm tired of how expensive the prices are for lots in small towns or in cities. He goes, this is ridiculous. He goes, maybe we should just take a look at it. So guess what? We go off into the vehicle because he didn't have to convince me. Go off into the vehicle and oh my gosh, do we not drive up to the piece of land where the little body of water lives and those rocks. Yep. That was it. And when we got there, of course, I had to tell him how I came here every time I went to see the horses and I prayed that this be a place that we build and this would be our future and this would be where I would design, obviously, my purposeful new life or career, not new life. I got a pretty great life. So anyway, going back to it, you see, if I wouldn't have written it down in a goal book, what it was I was looking for, it wouldn't have pushed me to keep dreaming because dreaming is a powerful piece because dreaming takes us to a place that doesn't exist. That's why I love it so much because you can dream as big as you want to and nobody can tell you in your dream it's not possible. It's only when we start writing things out that we start saying, oh, no, I can't do that or oh my gosh, that would cost way too much money Oh, or what would people say about me or could I really make this work? That's when self-doubt starts coming in. But it is a process and what all entrepreneurs and what all humans should be doing because we all have a dream and we're all very unique and gifted in our own beautiful talent. Even if you don't feel it, you have it. We all have it. So it's kind of exciting that you start, always start with writing out what it is that you see and what you want. And I use just a scrapbook, uh, you know, like that you get from the dollar store. I would actually, uh, what is that called? It's called oh, scissors. That's right, scissors. I would actually uh, go through magazines and I would, <coughs> excuse me, I would cut out all of the pictures and I would attach it. But then, of course, I would always say, so if it was the home that I was building, I would write in what it looked like along with the picture. And then I would say, I, I always said, I want to be mortgage-free by a specific date, which I would say is, I don't know, let's say December the 1st, 2001. But everything has to have a specific time date stamp to it because that means then you're committed to the action of fulfilling your dream. So it's really cool that you do this. I used to do it in pajamas, watch a favorite show that makes me all mushy and happy. 
it usually included a horse in that movie. And I would do the full thing and I would do personal, I would do business, I would do travel, I would do it with what I looked like for me being a mom with my daughters. And by the time the end of the day came, because it took me quite a while to always create it, then I would close it. So you see, it's like you, you put it all down, you put it on paper, you, you let your, your creative mind dream as big as it can possibly be, you mark it down, you stamp it with yourself on it, and then you close it. You don't have to keep looking at it because that's not what drives us forward because we're motivated people. Lots of us are motivated to make a dream a reality, but it's actually through discipline that we get a dream that actually becomes a reality. And what's discipline? Discipline is always action. It means you always have to do something in an action piece that's not overwhelming. An action piece to me is doing one step, one tiny step every single day to get towards your dream. So if it is working with a horse, you need to do something with them. It's just doing one thing that day. You don't have to have 20 things each day because that gets so overwhelming that what starts happening is we stop building our dream because it becomes overwhelming to our psyche. It really does. And then we just start seeing that, no, no, it's too much. I, I can't do it. And that's why so many people quit the dream because dreams are hard. But oh my gosh, for those of us, the very few of us who build and create and make this dream a reality, it's the greatest thing on this entire earth. Why? Because life is so, 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 so very short. As we are all aware, and as we get older, it seems that time flies by even faster. And we're like, oh my gosh, I'm done half of my life already, or I've only got a quarter left of my life left. Like, even if we make it to 80, like really think about that. If we all get to make it to the beautiful age of 80 in a healthy format, that's not too far away. So it's like, oh my goodness, the dream and the goal together really help you to move forward using that action. Because always remember this, why not you? My whole thing when I was building this dream is I would always say to me to myself, yeah, Oprah's amazing, Alan's amazing. There's so many people on this earth who are so amazing in what they created. And I would always say, yeah, and why not me? I mean, Oprah's human, I'm human. We do the same thing. We eat, we go to the bathroom, we take a shower. There's no difference to me with Oprah and myself. The only difference is in making a dream come true is you got to have the action. There's many people who want the dream. They're motivated to have the dream, but they get overwhelmed. And then the dream goes to Caputio because dreams are hard. But I tell you, it's the most greatest feeling in the world when you look out your window and you're like, wow, I arrived. I achieved I did. I went through hell and back because you do. But it's so worth it because your whole body, your whole movement, your one baby step at a time is literally your humanness moving forward. And that's when the path will always open for you. 
as you continually be disciplined in taking an action step. One more thing is going to come into this journey of yours and you're going to say, I would have never even thought of it. Because you see, we can't think of everything that we are meant to be, our purpose in this life. We can't. We know purpose, purpose really is, bottom line, helping another human. So how do we help another human? Well, I chose my way with helping humans through the power of the horse because I wanted to have both beauties in my life. I wanted to have the horse every day so I could smell, see, and know the majesticness of who it is that they really are and be a part of this life. But I also wanted to be a part of what purpose is in life, and that is to help another human being. And it's, to me, to always move forward with that. So again, as you keep taking that disciplined action step, one baby step at a time, your path opens and you're like, oh my gosh, I would have never, ever thought of that. I would have never even written it down because you can't. That's why you just got to get in there, get your goal book started, figure out your specific things, then dream as big as you can. And don't worry about it. Like I only look at my goal book once a year now, like, and that's usually every January. You close it because you see how the life has just keep, it just keeps opening for you the door. And I'll tell you a perfect example like that. And then I know I have yipped (laughs) your ears off. I will let you go. But the one thing was I never in a million years wrote down in my goal or in my dream, pictured myself becoming an instructor for equine assisted learning. It just wasn't something that, well, I even thought of. But it was only through how I became certified and how that company broke down and how with that company that broke down, I still worked with the designer of the company and how through her words, how she helped me to see a different path for myself in becoming an instructor. So it's just it's just so darn cool, everyone. You can do it. Why not you? Any one of us can choose to have this dream. Any one of us. But just remember, it's the action that's going to make it become a reality. And the action doesn't have to be huge. Take it down, my friends. Breathe. Do one small action step every day. And you will see how your path opens to your purposeful dream now becoming a reality.